Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Angelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. And as for all of our listeners, you know, we welcome you back. You know, from I know you're just coming off of Thanksgiving, and so we're hoping that you had a truly blessed Thanksgiving. So welcome. You know, we're now in the Christmas season for the most part, as we were talking about in last week's show. And as we're winding down you know, the year, which is effectively where we are right now, which is we're just about to get into December, and we're going to have that, you know, kind of that wind down of the year. I'd like to start talking about financially winding down last year and really getting ready for the new year. And our guest this week is one of my partners over at CNA Financial Group, David Suki. Dave, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us this week. Frank, thank you. Always a pleasure. So, Dave, you know, it's that time of the year, you know, when we start really helping our clients to kind of organize their situation. And so I figured what we might start about is really, you know, the conversation about financial organization or some of the things that they should be doing at this point in the year to get ready for a few different things. One is, you know, as it relates to, you know, you know, the end of the year planning, gathering some of their information with regard to some of them just updated their benefit statements, things of that nature. They're going to get the year-end statements coming up. So what are some of the things that you're talking to people about this time of the year as you're meeting with clients and giving them some direction? So the the thing you said when you started about financial organization, right? Critical time of year for that because whether you're organized or not, it's coming and it's got, we're going to get inundated with statements. This is everywhere, anywhere we have stuff, we get statements for end of the year in finance, okay? So – we're talking about how to how if you're not organized, how to get organized, okay? And we can chat a little bit about how to do that, as well as I like to call December decision month, which is I'm deciding on probably what I'd like to do for the upcoming year, setting some some parameters around that, and deciding what maybe hasn't been done that I can get done before the end of the year. So we're talking about hey, there's still time. We don't have to cash in on, in, in terms of December yet. What still needs to be done to allow a client or individual to feel like they fulfilled the year the way they it had set the year out to be fulfilled? You know, it's one of those, you know, when you just said, you know, that statement, which is, you know, did they accomplish what they set out to do this year? You know, normally we would start doing some, you know, goal planning, things of that nature. But one of the things I always say is, is that, you know, if we looked back on what occurred over the course of the last year, you really end up in one of a few different situations when you look at it, which is, you know, the first question is, is are, are you on track for whatever it is that you were looking to do? The second one is, are you off track? And then there's, for some of us, it might even be, what was the track? I don't remember, <laughs> you know? So yeah. we kid about that, you know, which is, a, and I always say it's like going to the gym or whatever. And I go, okay, I want to start, you know, working out. I want to start eating right. I want to lose some weight. I want to get in shape. And so what happens is we start out with an objective like that, and some people stick to the program. Um, some are kind of hit and miss with it. Some of them showed up for one week and then forgot that they even said that they set. Even remember saying that at the beginning of the year. So yeah. the question is: is you know where are you at this point in the game? Yeah, and to set the, you can only set a new table if you've cleaned off the old one. That's good. Right, so we have to be able to do that um, in a busy time of year. We're all busy. I mean, come on, holiday season for for everybody is a great time. It's a it's a th- give thanks time for for what we have and and then the you know the blessings we have. So it, there's a lot to do a lot of times, but not a lot of time to do it. 
And, you know, it's funny when you say that, Dave, because one of the things that I identify is, you know, I'm one of these where I always have a to-do list. You know, it's like every night I'm going home and I got my to-do list. But there's things on my to-do list that I do notice from time to time (laughs) that make it to the next to-do list, to the next to-do list. And, you know, I think that a lot of us do things like that. Yeah. So this would be a time of the year that if you really wanted to, you know, get yourself organized and get some of that stuff out because, you know, it's like I call it bandwidth, you know, and that bandwidth ideas, our mind can just process so much information. And the more that we can get things off our back, it's like, you know, walking around with a, a bag of rocks. So if I were to throw a bag of rocks over my shoulder and that bag of rocks are all the different things that I know I should have done. I've been thinking about doing, I know it's important. And every time something else comes up and I go, yeah, I know I need to get to that too. I throw another rock in the bag. So if I carry (laughs) around that rock of, you know, that bag of rocks long enough, you know, eventually I'm going to not even be able to see forward because I can't see my future very well. And I end up looking at the ground, which is basically looking down and I can't move from where I am. Yeah. So what I would suggest to all of our listeners is let's try to make the upcoming month of December, which is, you know, it starts, you know, in the next couple of days, the month to get financially organized and to start getting rid of some of those rocks that have been in that backpack that you've been carrying around. So, Well, and Frank, it's really, it's not easy, but it's simple. Like we say, right? Being that's your favorite statement. Dave says that on our show all, all the time. time. It's, so. it's just it's so because it, we a lot of times we talk ourselves in and out of stuff. It's really simple. We, we've learned through the years with finance. Let's take a look at where we're at. Let's gather the stuff together, okay? And you can use a tool. You can use tools to do that. We have a great one. We feel there's plenty of great ones in the world. But get an assessment of where you're at. Step on the scale, we call it, right, Frank? You always say, you know, stepping on the scale. Where am I at today? And then now I know. Did I get to where I thought it was going or do I got more to go or, you know, am I now what's my new set of goals that I want to set for the upcoming, you know, upcoming year? For, for some of our listeners, Dave, go ahead and tell them what that favorite statement is that you make all the time. Which one? It's easy, but it's... Uh, it's the hard, easy or the... The hard, easy, yes. Yeah, so... And explain um, that so that they get the... I, I was taught, um, and I got to give credit to mentors in my life, and Frank, you actually live this way, so I give a testament to you. Um, it... If you do things in in life the easy way, and you you know if you have a decision to make, and you take an you know I'll give you an example, not working out in a day is easy, right? right? But what happens later in life if if we don't work out, we don't exercise, we don't eat right? Life can tend to get hard because I have health issues, I don't feel well, I, you know um, I'm not productive as I can be. Yet if I do the hard – if I make a hard decision and say, you know what, I know it's hard to get up and get out of bed and go work out or take that half hour, 45 minutes to do that, the rest of my life may wind up being easier because I've you know put the work in to allow it to be. So there's all those decisions in a day, right? Whether I, 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 you know, I eat that piece of candy or I don't, I, you know, I, I, I do that you know, um, financial statement every year or I don't, right? It shows up somewhere. It doesn't, it doesn't go away. And, you know, there's another sta- uh, saying that's out there, and it, what you measure improves. Yeah. So when we talk about that is is that how do we know if we're making financial progress? So when we talk about financial organization and we start wrapping up last year, you know, one of the first things that, you know, if you were talking to Dave or myself or all of our listeners, the first thing that we would say is let's do a financial statement. And the financial statement would be where we would want you to list – 
your assets and liabilities. Yep. And I always try to do one, you know, it's like sometimes you'll see me on kind of New Year's Eve, you know, hanging out at the office doing nothing or at home. And I'll do a financial statement just to see where do I stand at the end of the year. Or I'll do it, you know, the first week of January. You know, it depends upon how I feel. And for all of our listeners, you could be starting to get that in order right now, which is if your finances aren't going to change dramatically through the month of December, it's a good month to do a financial statement for yourself to identify where are you in relation to where you were a year ago. And if you really don't have a clue of that, then let this financial statement that you do now be the starting point for where you're going forward. So I would start with the financial statement. Yeah. So so the next step i think is to say make an assessment of you know did you do what you planned to do for the year and if you didn't help determine why didn't i or what occurred that didn't allow that to happen and then realign yourself with well what am i going to do with in 2014 am i going to what my goals to you know financially from that standpoint so so it, it it all works together, as you know, Frank. Hey, Dave, stay with that personal assessment for just a minute because I think that that's important, which is one of the things you know that I know that we have conversations with people all the time is when we look at their personal assessment, it's we have a financial assessment, which is where are we financially. The personal assessment is what are we doing and why are we doing it? And that's that alignment of your purpose yeah. and purpose being aligned with how you spend your money. So what that means is that goes back to Dave's, you know, it's the hard, easy, the easy, hard, which is if you have uh, children that you're planning for their education and you haven't started saving yet, okay, there's probably a reason behind that, and it could be either financial, okay, or it might be that, you know, it's just a mental thing that I know I need to, to do it, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So the personal assessment would be to really get to the, you know, what I call the bigger why in your life, which is why is something important to you and what are we going to do to get it done? Yeah, and oftentimes, Frank, as we know, the once we know the why, so I'll give you a quick, you know, scenario over the weekend for me. One of my favorite movies of all time is Rocky. And when Rocky was first going to fight Apollo Creed, you know, the first day he went out to train for that, and I recently just watched it again, I had forgotten he ran the same way he runs in every movie, and you know how he runs. He was dogging it the first oh, time. Dying. Remember, he was Remember? Over uh, with the other almost ramps. couldn't make it right. Yes. And the reality was, it was That's me ho- normal. <laughs> <laughs> it could be me now too. It was hard, and yet it, prior to the fight, that last run, he was running and cruising, and yeah. and it was just. Sometimes we all want to get to that part, but we got to realize it's the first step that really is the initial, the big step. So. In the personal assessment, it's like, yeah, why am I doing that? I want to save for college. Well, maybe my first step is, hey, I'm just going to save $20 a week for that, $50. I mean, something that, you know, hey, it, all of us could probably do. But that first step is the key. And, and there's a, and for all of our listeners, sometimes there is a price to pay. And that price comes yeah. down to priorities. And when I say that is, it was interesting. I saw a client recently, and we were chatting. And it was, you know, I, I've known them over the years. And I remember seeing them when they got, you know, the, the husband actually went out and he got a new car. And the car that he got was, you know, he got a BMW, nice car. It's a 7 Series. And I kind of looked when he did it and I was like, you know, he was spending a lot on that car. And what happens is, is you know, here we are two children later. And the reality of recent is, you know, Frank, I'm getting rid of that car. I'm going to get something that's more economical because I need to start doing something for my kids. So going from that, say, 
$800 month car payment, getting rid of that and getting that off his finances, although I'm sure he likes driving that car around or whatever. Now he's going to go to something that's more reasonable, and he's going to start putting away three or $400 a month towards his kid's education because he he's starting to get his life in alignment. That's right. Getting away from what I call that lifestyle addiction, which is, you know, it was easy to have that, you know, fun. It's important. I want people to think versus saying it was like, well, what's really important to me? And that's that personal assessment part that, you know, we're really talking about when we say what's important to you. Yep. And just no better time of year to do it because of the fact it's in, it's, it's in, you know, in fashion to do it, so to speak. So that's the build off of that momentum. A lot of times, you know, everyone has, and we're not talking about New Year's resolutions. We're talking about life resolutions. What are you doing in terms of um, that assessment? So one of the other things that, you know, I like to touch on for our listeners is, is that we're also, as we're getting into the month of December, um, you're, you've been receiving probably right along or you have access to if you have retirement accounts, IRAs, 401ks, 529s. If you've got any type of an accumulation account where the money is invested in some way, shape, or form, the thing I would suggest to all of our listeners that you do is you should really do an assessment as to how are you doing with that which means that you, you can't necessarily just take your investment account and say, okay, well, you know, I had $50,000 at the beginning of the year, and now there's $52,000 in the account. Say, okay, for all intent and purposes, I made 4%. What my suggestion is for all of our listeners is, is look at the rate of return that you're earning on your money in comparison to what different indexes may be doing. So as an example, and by the way, for all of our listeners, you can't compare money that's in a safe account to what the standard and Poor's 500 did for the year. So if the S&P 500 ends up at the end of the year, maybe up 20%, but you had your money in cash, that's not a fair assessment. But if you owned a growth mutual fund or you had a growth security and you want to compare that to the S&P 500, mm -hmm. those are like you compare apples to apples, oranges to oranges and do your assessment and identify do you need to make some changes in your account in order to get a better rate of return and make your money work as hard as you're working for it. Yeah, and it's a matter of, um, as you said, Frank, understanding what, the, what you have, why you have it, and then how well did it do or didn't do. And it doesn't mean if it didn't do as well that there should be a change made as you said, because maybe they're not, they're not comparing, we're not comparing apples to apples, but we're taking ownership and you call it responsible wealth. We're responsible for the wealth that we have and we're good stewards of it. And if you do it early in a year, that's hard easy because now if I do it correctly from the beginning, maybe the rest of my year it takes a little pressure off me because I've put the right footings in place, the right foundation for the year to be successful financially. So with that in mind, now that we've done a little bit of an assessment, if you know we're doing that at this point in the year, so we looked at it and we said, okay, we did a financial assessment, personal assessment. Uh, we did an assessment of our assets and how they've grown. If were they managed properly, we're good stewards of what we own. The next thing I would say is, is that now we do, need to do just a little bit of planning. And I always say begin with the end in mind. And the way that I mm -hmm. say begin with the end in mind is as if we were sitting here and it was December 31st, 2014, so we project ourselves into next year, the question that all of our listeners should be asking themselves is, what is it that you would have wanted to accomplish in your life? And what I say is, is look at all of the wealth building blocks, which are financially, personally, spiritually, you know, purpose, okay? 
everything, health, what is it you wanted to accomplish and how would you feel about that? Because that will help you to have some ownership in why you do what you mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Dave, uh, if you're uh, – Frank, absolutely because in terms of our, our money, it play, you know, as we know, it plays a role in our life. So for listeners, I would hope that that's, that's part of who they are, but it's not, it doesn't define them. So they own their money. Their money doesn't own them. Well, all right, and it's all a gift from God, as we talk about. But having an understanding around that, and then yeah, taking a collection of of all those building blocks to say, how do I give myself a chance to have the best year of my life? And it, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be great if we're sitting here at the end of that year to say, boy, this is the best year I ever had? Exactly. And so you have to envision it first, and as you envision it, that's how it really comes to reality. So for all of our listeners, it's been a pleasure to have you with us this week. Our guests again today, David Suki over at CNA Financial Group. Dave, welcome, and thanks for being with us for the show and for sharing. This is Frank Congelos, your host. If you have questions, you could write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, 08736, or email us at info at com. Thank you, and have a blessed week. 